Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grimly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's the list in your boy at Fightful.com. With Jimmy Van and Sean Rossap, they're on fire. Boom shakalaka. 200 strong. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Abbott. It's February 8th, 2023. Welcome to Fightful's List and your boy. We're back. We got Jimmy Van. I mean, listen, I'm not saying that we make more money on this show when Jimmy Van isn't here, but I mean, there is an established track record and proof that we make about two and a half times as much money when Jimmy isn't here. But here, here is Jimmy. Are you trying to say you want me to go, Sean? No, not at all. I'm just saying. If you uh, ever say, hey, why are YouTube revenues down? Well, did you right. show up to work That's every exactly day that why. month? That's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> why. Well, I'm not going to be here next week because I'm planning to go out of town. So okay. next week, next week, you can make up the money financially. There we I go. Guess. We're going to have a what do you guys want to talk about podcast. Uh, we've got Gizberto making very nice graphics for all these things now, which is is uh, very, very handy. But you know what? If you guys want to get those... Uh, those monetization numbers up for us. Donate a super chat or a humper chat. That will get your question or statement 
read on the air. Uh, and Humper Chats actually allow you to leave your question or statement before we even go on the air, which can be very beneficial. Maybe you work uh, at night. Maybe you just can't watch live, anything like that. Uh, Humperchats.com allows you to do that. Triple Stroke says, info on the contract of EO and Ricky Starks. I'll give you all a little tip. Uh, we, we do Fightful Select Q&As every week, too. But if you want to save yourself a little bit of money, we have a, a Fightful contract article under our resources section. If it's not there, I probably don't have information on it or I can't publicly say it yet. So it's tough for me to say. Ricky missed some time due to injury. So I think that whatever might be reported, uh, if anything has, a lot of those are inaccurate. It's very hard to nail down AEW contract dates. Jay Wick says, percentage Mercedes is at the Impact New Japan show. So let's let's kind of lead with this a little bit. Okay. Uh, Mercedes, you know, she's working the upcoming New Japan date, which is fantastic. Impact today announced with a big one, Will Ospreay versus Speedball Mike Bailey. If I were them, I'd be pushing the hell out of this. I'd be trying to sell as many pay-per-views as I can. You know, Impact isn't going to sell an incredible number of pay-per-views, Jimmy, but Speedball Mike Bailey versus Will Ospreay is objectively a match that you look at and you go, well, that could absolutely end up being match of the year. Yeah, and also uh, Josh Alexander against Kushida, Moose against Jeff Cobb, March 30, Globe Theater in uh, Los Angeles. Great venue, uh, too. It's where PWG does their shows. What's the cost for that, you know? What, for the, the show, the tickets, yeah. or what? No, like for I, the I don't, fight. I don't know if they've they've set the, the pay-per-view price yet, but I can okay. look. Okay. Yeah, I'm curious what they pay for that kind of thing. So, obviously, things between those two companies have been patched up, right? I mean, obviously, mm -hmm. they wouldn't be doing a joint show together. So, uh, good, good for everybody involved. I mean, it's, it's good exposure for new Japan. It's good experience, especially for a guy like speedball, Mike Bailey, you get that, get that kid in there with Will Ospreay. That's great experience. For hey, him. He's not a kid. He's in his mid thirties. Is he? Yes. Is he Jimmy? Hey, well, he's only really gotten a buzz over the last couple of years. Well, that's because he had to spend like five years out of America. He was deported. <laughs> he was working okay. without a visa. Okay. Well, he's still uh, a relatively inexperienced guy, especially working with, with a name like a Will. No, Oscar. he's been wrestling 15 years. He's incredibly experienced. I mean, against top level competition, like a guy like he that. He was doing it in PWG, Jimmy. Who was he wrestling he was, back then? Everybody. Everybody. The, what level of experience did they have at that time? Jimmy, these people have been—they've been in wrestling for like over a decade. What what are you doing here, Jimmy? I don't follow a lot of this stuff. This is why I, I have you here, Sean. I know that's what I'm telling you. Okay, I, I'm gonna gonna read you some, just some of his PWG matches that he had. Biff and when Music, they were, Trevor yeah. Lee, Roderick Strong, Chris Hero, Drew Galloway, Will Osprey, uh, Malachi Black. You had Zack Saber Jr., Kenny Omega, Adam Cole, Evil Uno. This was just in 2015, 2016. Oh, back in 2015? Yeah, okay, all right. The, the Young Bucks, even. Like, okay. Tons of them. He's got an incredible, incredible amount of experience. we got people asking if I'll be in L.A. during Mania Week and Weekend. Yes, I booked my travel today, actually. I'm going to be leaving the morning of WrestleMania. So while NXT is uh, on the air, I'll actually be uh, in the air coming back here because I have learned that covering a lot of shows like that like it's one thing to miss like the Royal Rumble post show. I got to be here for the WrestleMania post show and all that. Mm. And I, and I don't trust wherever I am to have uh apt internet and stuff like that. And unless of course you're at the post fight press conference and uh, and you're slipping playful select on the air then you know. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to get that that opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be at Elimination Chamber next week though getting a lot of media stuff for us. So I'm excited for that. But um Joel, what's the percentage would says, Jimmy, you smart fella question <laughs> reportedly out of the running. Who do you think is the front runner to buy WWE? Now to just establish this, it was a CNBC anchor yes. that claimed that they heard that Nick, yeah. Tom, who I feel like would have more insight on such a thing, pushed back on that and says he's, he's a little more bullish on that. Yeah. Well, I mean, first off, you, you can't, if, if they sign an NDA, you can't say anything. Yes. So, so Nick Khan's not going to say anything anyway. David Faber is the gentleman from CNBC. Now, granted, CNBC, the parent company of CNBC, is Comcast. Yeah. And so you think that maybe David Faber knows somebody, but to me, it was not news. To me, having a having right. a, having a guy on a news show say, "Oh, I hear uh, they're the running," it's not news. So I don't think anything of it. 
Uh, I still think that, again, because it's a very lengthy process, they make them sign NDAs, they can't say a whole lot about it. You can't really say too much yet. I still believe that um, if it's not a content distributor, like a Comcast or a Disney or an Amazon or a Netflix or somebody like that, then it's going to be somebody that's got this kind of experience, maybe even an endeavor, like somebody who's had the kind of experience with the UFC. But uh, I still think a content distributor makes the most sense. And that they, I mean, they they're take... still paying back stuff for UFC, aren't they? Oh, I think so. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Yeah, they had they have leveraged it at the time. Yeah. But, I, I uh, feel like it would be very difficult for a Disney or a Comcast or even a Fox, like, like, which, you know, related with Disney, obviously, to lose money on something like WWE because you're cannibalizing the rights fees. Yeah. I feel like those are the two main ones. And I mean, obviously, Saudi will just buy stuff to buy it just just to have it. But Endeavor's the one I look at and I'm like, what's the end game there? Like. I mean, obviously, you can monetize superstars very well when you're a company like Endeavor and can get get them almost whatever it is that they want. Like, that'll be their in for an awful lot of, like, movie roles and TV appearances and a lot of peripheral stuff like that. I just don't know necessarily the business plan, but I look at Disney and Comcast as, like, the most surefire, like, how could you lose money on this type of things? So if it's an Endeavor, I could see them potentially keeping WWE public. Okay. Because then they're going to continue to get the licensing. And and the, the licensing is WWE's primary revenue generator. If you're a content distributor, like you just mentioned, if you're a content distributor, I imagine more than likely they're going to privatize the company and essentially make WWE a division of you know, whatever company that is because you're not going to pay yourself a billion a year in rights, right? Yes. So if, if it's a content distributor, they'll probably take them uh, private. If it's an endeavor or, or a company that doesn't have content distribution, I imagine they'd probably keep them public because why wouldn't you? Unless it's the Saudis. The Saudis don't give a shit. Sure. But, uh, but otherwise, I think that's probably the, the, the game plan. Content distributor, private. If it's somebody that's not a content distributor, you need those rights. Why not keep them public? Guys, this has been a, a fairly quiet week in wrestling. So get in your super chats, get in your humper chats as well. Jared brings up something that was heavily talked about. Was Gigi supposed to break through the door yes. on NXT? And uh, Jared says, was it better to split Toxic Attraction for two new solo stars or keep them as a tag team for the women's tag division, which desperately needs teams? So, I mean, first off, I would completely scrap the NXT women's tag team titles because they should have never existed to begin with. Agreed. There was no reason for those things to, to happen. Like the women's titles on the main roster should have been floating. And this objectively hurt both of them without a doubt, objectively hurt them, but you got Fallon Henley, Kiana James with those titles. Now um, I, I look at that and I'm like, mm, all right. Hope hope they do great with it, but I mean, those seemed like they were toxic attractions titles for a very very long time. What do you think of Sean? What do you think of Sean pulling out the barbershop reboot? I loved it. I that loved it. Funny. it um, and I thought that what J.C. Jane and G.G. Dolan did was a little bit different enough with her stomping G.G.'s face like into that door. I don't know if she was supposed to break through the door. Looked pretty damn but stiff. It it was. I think it worked better the way that it happened. Because we saw a really brutal kick. Yes, Every time, yes. Jimmy, that I've seen J.C. Jane specifically on SmackDown, which has been, I think, two or three times now, or the main roster, I think that Gigi Dolan's going to be great. She's going to be fine. There is no real Janetti situation here. But G but J.C. Jane gets it to just like such an extra degree with her presentation, her look, the way that she reacts, her facial expressions. She's already there. I look at her as like, how they brought up Carmella and Alexa Bliss in 2016. And people were like, damn, already? But they got it. Like, Carmella and Alexa both got it and proved that they were effective uh, main roster stars. I think that's J.C. Jane as soon as they call her up. I think they would have brought her up six months ago. She would have been just fine. Yeah, the kick was stiff. And, and they even had Bailey playing Brutus Beefcake. That's great. I was waiting for her to do some strutting and cutting out there, Sean. They set it, it up exactly really the same way. Basically. It was perfect yeah it, it was, was interesting you could, you, could, I, I, you could clearly tell who's booking yeah and and i love that too listen i want to see all kinds of things i want to see like gg showing up in the mirror behind uh jc <laughs> jane and all that stuff oh man let me ask JM. you this question 
Um, sorry to cut you off. So I haven't seen all of Vengeance yet. I've only seen some of it. But one thing I loved about Vengeance was that it was in a fresh venue. Yeah. Have you heard anything about them doing more of that moving forward? Because for they me as a to. viewer, the PC is pretty stale. Yeah, they do want to. They want Good. to uh, get out of the PC. I mean, selling 5,000 tickets doesn't hurt either. I mean, that that helps you get a return on investment uh, for NXT. Because, you know, a lot of people for a long time said, well, NXT doesn't make money, so therefore it's a failure. That wasn't necessarily the goal for NXT. Sure. It was to produce stars, to invest sure. in your future type of thing. It was wild to me how many people didn't get that. However, when it turned into an effective third brand, I do get why people were looking at that and going, hmm, okay. KE775 says, have you heard if the story Becky Trish Lita versus Damage Control at Elimination Chamber is true? If so, what do you think Becky and Bailey are doing at Mania? Well, I think a lot of it depends on can they happen to get Sasha in? Can they happen to get Naomi in? I think there's still a lot of moving parts. I look at Elimination Chamber and I think that that match is Asuka's to lose. I think new Asuka versus Bianca is is worthy of both women. But yes. what do you think, Jimmy? Uh, I hated the booking with Chelsea Green on Monday. Really? I, You're I, like I the just, only one. I don't care. I despise yeah, I despise it. I I to think that Asuka is really probably the favorite to win at Elimination Chamber and go on to WrestleMania. And she took one move and she laid there for what felt like in an hour and a half so that Chelsea could, you know, do this stuff with the women. I, I hated it. I thought that was playing possum, Jimmy. It was a two and a half minute match. It felt like she was laying there for an hour and a half. But I mean, and she I was, didn't she like it. She was setting Chelsea up. Like, how can you not see that, Jimmy? Sure. Uh, yeah, I didn't like it. But I haven't heard anything about Trish Stratus. Where's that coming from? Have you heard that? Uh, there was a, a Twitter account that I had retweeted on Monday that accurately predicted or didn't predict, uh, like said that uh, Lita would be coming out. Really? And again, I'm I'm always hesitant to give these things any attention because, again, unless they put their, their face with it, it's hard to know who's behind it. And, mm. you know, uh, but that that's where that came from. Interesting. Interesting. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash Fightful. Um, before we get too far ahead of ourselves, I, I do want to mention first Jerry the King Lawler because uh, obviously, as everybody knows, he suffered a stroke yesterday outside his home in Fort Myers, Florida. And last I saw, he has some paralysis on one side and he's got some slurred speech. Sounds like he's going to be okay, but he's got a long road ahead. Um, sometimes I don't think he gets enough credit for everything that he accomplished in the business. Like just one of the all-time greats. And I know some of the younger fans might not know his story. The fact that he sent in pictures of wrestlers to local TV in Memphis. And like 20 years later, he's the top star and co-owner of the territory. That doesn't happen. You know what I mean? It doesn't happen. This, so uh, that's likely it. I mean, this is likely it for him in the ring. Like it's going to be hard to imagine that he would come back from this. He came back from the heart attack though, but right. man, 73 years old. He did wrestle uh, last month. He wrestled in January. So I believe he's wrestled every year since like 1971, 1970. Like he would have just missed, missed wrestling in the sixties, I believe, because I don't think that 
that he did that. I think he wrestled every year since 1970. So, uh, my God, I mean, you think about that 53, 54 years in a row, that guy's yeah. been in the ring. I saw a clip wow. from a match. I think it was from 20, might've been 2021, maybe even 2022, him and Scott Steiner and Jerry threw a standing drop kick. Like it's unbelievable. Good God, you know, good God. So best wishes. Can you standing. do one? Can you do a standing? Drop probably kick? not. No, 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 probably. I'd probably have to practice it for a while. Probably not. The other thing I wanted to mention, and I know that I'm a few days on late, but I wanted to uh, send out condolences to the family of Lanny Poffo because I wanted to show this. So yeah. when I was, when I was 11 years old, I went to a WWF house show in Watertown, New York, upstate New York, across the Canadian border. And at that time for people that are younger fans that don't know, in the 80s, Lanny Poffo was an enhancement talent, and his gimmick was that he would read a poem that he had on a Frisbee, and then he would throw the Frisbee into the crowd. And back when I was 11 years old, I got this from uh, Lanny wow. Poffo yeah, in Watertown, New York, and he signed it on the back right there. And what makes this – so I've, I still had this. I've had it now for over 30 years. And what makes this uh, this story cool, too, is that back in August of 2005, which feels like forever ago, August of 2005, when I had my old wrestling news website, I interviewed Lanny Poffo, and I'd have been interviewing him for over an hour. And he wow. told me afterwards off the air, he said, uh, he said, it felt like two guys at a bar shooting the shit over a few beers. Do you still I, have that? Yes, I do. I have the audio of it. We should We should put that on select. Sure. Yeah, I got it. But uh, he was a good guy, man. He was a good guy. Has, has anything been said about what happened to him? Uh, it hasn't. And uh, I try to not pry as much as possible okay. on things like that. But uh, I'm working to find out, obviously. But uh, yeah, I have memories of Lanny Poffo as a kid. And unfortunately, we didn't get to see as much of him in, in the 90s as we could have. Because WCW just basically hired him to have Randy Savage. Yes. but And kept him on ice. But Lanny Poffo as the genius had such a unique sense of heat because of his voice it's so funny that he and randy had such different voices yes. but two of the most identifiable voices in wrestling and like he understood what went into making him a pompous heel and uh, for those of you who were like well what matches should i check out uh he and mr perfect against hulk hogan and the ultimate warrior was a very fun match he had a good match against hulk hogan himself because match then, of his career yep yeah, and then he and uh, his brother against the Rock and Roll Express in, I think it was like 84. Uh, all really, really fun matches that I would encourage you guys to check out. Uh, a lot of fun. And then I'm sure there's a lot of other stuff that you can kind of track down along the way. But sending our love to Lanny Poffo had nothing but good experiences. Yes, uh, and I'll, I'll tell you a funny story. So that interview that I did in 2005, you know how that came to be? Uh, one, of the, one of the regular visitors of, of my site at that time was a cable guy. And one day he got called in to install cable at a residence. And when he went in, he recognized that, that was Lanny Poffo. Yeah. And so when he recognized, holy shit, I'm here to install cable at Lanny Poffo's house. <laughs> he, he said to Lanny, he said, I know this guy that's got this website. Would you want to do an interview? And it's like, sure. So he hit me up. He goes, hey, I installed cable today at Lanny Poffo's house. Do you want to interview him? Okay. That's basically funny. Funny enough. One of my friends that did like direct TV for somebody met Rosie from three minute warning that oh, way. Okay. And. How about this one? Afro man. Wow. Remember him? Yes, I do. Vaguely. I do. I he do. lived like he lived like 20 minutes from the tiny town that I just moved from. And he would actually do concerts like I think you uh, told me that before. 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get to these uh, super chats. Just sure. a ton of them. Uh, Dark Fiend says, have you heard anything about what's next for Bray Wyatt or his mania opponent? It seems a lot like uh, they're they're doing something Uncle Howdy related, but I've not heard anything definitive, definitive yet. Do you have anything uh, like anything where you're leaning into about possibly seeing with Bray Wyatt? Um, so I'll tell you what I hope. I hope that they don't do another sponsorship match with Bray Wyatt. Woof! Because that was dog shit. Yeah. And, and the thing about it, and I understand, I understand it's money. I get it. It's business. It's money. It's a show. I get all of that. But when you're trying to present this guy as the scary, eerie kind of character, and then you have him out there with a temporary Mountain Dew tattoo on his arm and a Mountain Dew tattoo on the canvas and your opponent, did, did he have wearing, a tattoo on his arm? Oh, yeah, wow. he did on his left arm. And then, and, and then, and then <laughs> LA night, LA nights were in neon yellow tights. Listen, if anybody, if any sponsors are watching this, you pay me enough, I'll put one on my ass for a while. <laughs> I don't care. It was 
dog shit. And so I hope they keep that away from him uh, uh, going forward. It's cool. Again, it's money and I get it. Put it with The Miz. Put it with Logan Paul. Uh, you can maybe even get away with John Cena. Put it with somebody like that. Keep that shit away from a Bray Wyatt. Don't even go near Roman Reigns with that shit. Don't I mean, even go is, near him with that crap. Do you remember? Uh, it was like six years ago. Myself and Alex predicted that they would do that with Braun Strowman. We were like, they are just one thing away from having him shill cricket wireless. And that's exactly yes. what they did. Yes. The elf, um, yes. KE7. Actually, we, we just read that one. Uh, we got one saying TK mentioned today that AEW is in position to get a lucrative media rights fee. Thoughts on what streaming content they could get on the new WBD app? Well, I would imagine they're waiting to announce their own streaming plans to couple in with whatever deal that they have. So whatever their new rights fee deal may be, Jimmy, it's likely that one rolling in the pay-per-views could be an option. Uh, next day airing of Dynamite, which is not available anywhere right now mm -hmm. outside of like Fight or something like that, would be available. Um, a, a lot of those options. I mean, the the they've got multiple shows that right now are on YouTube that could be rolled in there. ROH could be rolled into. They've got an awful lot of of different packages that they could put together, Jimmy. Sure. Plus, there's a lot of stuff they could produce that they haven't yet. They could do documentaries. Yeah. They've got the Ring of Honor footage. They've they, got. They, they had a bunch of people do sizzle reels for reality shows. Darby, I think uh, Britain, Adam Cole did some as well. I right. know that Warner had talked to Swerve about it when he was coming in. Right. Yeah. And I, I also think, and I, I don't know any inside info on this. Maybe you do. I think that it's not by accident that we're now in February and they haven't given an update on the ring of honor plans, even though Tony Khan had said by the end of January, they were going to announce them. I, so, I would imagine the Jay Briscoe thing. And somebody said, uh, why was that? Or Darren said, any reason not to see Br Mark Briscoe on Dynamite last week? When you think, when do you think we'll see him on Dynamite again? I would imagine that they they rushed the Lexington thing because he was willing to do it. They wanted to pay tribute. I would imagine he's taking his time now. But uh, I would imagine one that Jay Briscoe and his unfortunate passing had a lot to do with maybe the delay. However, Fightful Select at Voices of Wrestling, a couple others had reported uh, that they're they're doing tapings at the end of this month. Uh, Will Washington had that that news. Oh, it's going to be in Orlando, but uh, we'll have more on FightfulSelect.com. But, I mean, obviously, Jay Briscoe, quite honestly, the biggest star on your brand, I think, the biggest homegrown star on your brand, the biggest star, I would say, in ROH history collectively because he'd been there for 20 years, done everything. Mm -hmm. When he passes away, that's going to throw a, sort of a, a bump in the road there. Yeah, I saw the news where they said that they are, uh, I forget the wording, so they're preparing for a, a streaming deal or something. It does sound to me like they're probably going to resign with Warner Brothers Discovery. The news just came out that Warner Brothers Discovery is going to have an app with HBO Max content on it. So they're, my assumption is they're going to resign with Warner Brothers Discovery. It's going to include the streaming component. And it's all going to go. But if you, if you can get app. coupled in with HBO Max, you want that. You want on the same platform that Peacemaker and right. Euphoria and Succession. You want that because, I mean, there there's enough of it, – it, the HBO type of thing is such a broad age gap. Like, you know, teenagers and people in their early 20s are watching stuff like Euphoria – you got people in their 20s and 30s and 40s watching Peacemaker. And then, like, adults of all ages are watching Succession. And, I mean, I got, I had several wrestlers that were like, you have to watch Succession. You have to watch it. So, I mean, there's a bunch of crossover there as well. Uh, I'm very excited to see what could happen there. I just started watching Last of Us. You seen that? No, I'm going to wait until the season's up and then watch it. Which is smart because we watched episode four the other night and I we're know. like, damn it. I know. Uh, I did start watching the Jason Sudeikis show on Apple Plus, thanks to my dude Chandler, but it is, damn, it's good. I missed, or not Jason Sudeikis, not Jason Sudeikis, Jason Siegel. my bad. What show is uh, that? What's that called? Shrinking, where he is a, well, I don't want to spoil too much, but he is a therapist and he's got his own set of problems. It's very good. It's okay, phenomenal. Okay, okay. I haven't phenomenal. heard of that. Okay. Uh, J.M. Melagrito says, I kind of doubt David Faber's statement is accurate. I mean, I, I can say this um, for all of the yearning that people did saying, oh, well, mainstream outlets covering wrestling needs to happen. I have seen a remarkable amount of inaccurate stuff coming from them. Like you had Bloomberg last week, like saying AEW's game is coming out this month. And people I talked to at AEW is like, no, it ain't. Mm. What are you talking about? No way. 
Caden says that his dad popped for the Edmonton jersey on the site. They're looking good, Sean. I know you're not a big hockey fan, but uh, since the Christmas break, the Oilers have been the best team in the Western Conference. So they're looking good. Maybe I'll come watch a Maple Leafs game when I'm in for Impact Rebellion. I don't know. Maple Leafs. Not a Maple Leafs guy. <laughs> well, I, I'm trying. I'm trying. All right. Got more, um, do we got more Super Chats? or? Oh, buddy. We got a ton. Okay, right. Tom Brady. Unfortunately, not that one. Actually, we like this one more because he gives us money. Uh, he says, NXT Futures got me pumped with everyone returning. Uh, Tyler Bate versus Dragon Lee, please. And it's funny because... Uh, we had uh, another super chat, which I'm, I'm trying to track down. Oh, here we go. KE775 says, have you heard of NXT UK talent or in town for a while or short-term visit? Mako, Dragunov, Bait, Davenport. Uh, some of them are in for sure, for good, but they had some visa issues with some of them. And there were others that Shawn Michaels had told us that um, that were, it was just a huge move for them. So I think they probably had to make it worth some of their while. But I think for now, until NXT Europe is here, you can probably expect to see these people more often. I don't know that definitively, but that's the line that that's the line I was given. That's the line I was given. There's no timeline on Europe, right? We were told that uh, we'll have some announcements this summer. Shawn Michaels is hoping they can get the ball rolling um, a, a little bit, a little bit sooner there. Uh, okay. we, so uh, JM says HBO max and discovery plus will be kept separate apps. Uh, buddy, Discovery at, uh, Discovery Plus is like we, we've seen like very conflicting things. Like for exact, for example, Variety says Discovery Plus to remain standalone streaming platform while still combining with HBO Max. Wall Street Journal said that. Says, and D Deadline says Wall Warner Brothers Discovery abandons plans to shut down Discovery Plus as standalone service. So. um I think I don't think so. I think they're probably going to bundle those in. I've got both of them, so good, I guess. Now I can watch Murder Mysteries on HBO Max. <laughs> That'd be pretty rad. But listen, you know, you know what you can watch when you got nordvpn.com/fightfuljimmy, a little bit of everything. Listen, I'm just going to run down everything that nordvpn.com/fightful does. This Saturday, I'm ordering that UFC pay-per-view. I'm going to get it at one-sixth the price that most people do in the States. Who is you get it this four additional months free. Huh? Who is it? What, this Saturday? Yeah, yeah. I haven't even looked at the show, Jimmy. It's oh, you don't UFC even know. Plug. It's a Nord plug. <laughs> Let me do the Nord plug. How about that? You get a 30-day money-back guarantee. You get anonymity while browsing on the internet. You get uh, that that great online threat protection to block malware, ads, pop-ups, all that. The fastest VPN in the world with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. A verified no-logs policy, WireGuard for top speeds. You can change your virtual location with just one click. Secure your passwords with a password manager. Keep your files protected with a private cloud. You get VPN servers in 60 countries. You got MeshNet, a data breach scanner, a dedicated IP, that ultra-fast connection. Some of the internet's biggest stars uh, are using this, like Philip DeFranco. I mean, he's a trustworthy guy, I think. He's out there shilling the Nord, too. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You've heard about it in BuzzFeed, Forbes, CNET, Business Insider, Entrepreneur, Yahoo Tech, Wired, and Huffington Post. Check it out. A bunch of great tiers for you to choose from. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Shane Haas says, do you think NXT is on the cusp of another golden era, i.e. black and gold, based on performances of current talent? Sort of. I think they've got a great mix of their recruiting. Like Sal Ruka is getting incredible buzz. She got signed less than 11 months ago. You're bringing over people like Tyler Bate, Dragunov, uh, Satomura. You're getting people like that, but you also still have Braun ba Breaker that you created on your own. You've got some... It's interesting. You... It's hard to get people interested in the show, but mm -hmm. the pay-per-view specifically, Jimmy, mm -hmm. they seem to get buzz. People are interested in those. I mean, they definitely have the talent. I love the incorporation of the of the main roster talent. It's something I think they should keep doing. It's it's just a great rub for the young guys, a great, great experience for them. I just hate the I'm tired of the PC. As a wrestling viewer, I'm tired sure. of the PC. It reminds me of Impact. You know, Impact for years was in the Impact Zone, and you would oftentimes see the same fans every week. And then you're not going to get the kind of reactions because, like, the fans almost get to know the talent at that point. PC is kind of the same. So I, I would like to see a, a new venue. But otherwise, they definitely have the talent mix. There's no question. 
you know what I'd like to see out of some studio wrestling? And that very much is studio wrestling. That's what that is. To the left, if this goddamn contractor would ever show up and do his job, I'm setting up a studio. I'll still have this. But what I'm doing is I'm setting up different looks here. It's going to have like three or four different looks. And I can just change my camera. I would love if they had different looks at the performance center. Like switch things around. I, I've seen the setup there, but uh, you have the ability to do whatever you want because you own the building. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe one week it's with the video screens behind them. Maybe one week the camera's at a little bit of a different angle. <laughs> and also, if you're working on getting production people ready, that would give them a little bit more experience in adjusting things as well. We've got Bear Hudson saying, would WWE have any interest in Brian Cage or Tama Tonga? They do have interest in Tama Tonga. Um, and I have heard, I, I don't want to go too far and say I've heard of interest in Brian Cage, but I've heard they're, they've been willing to talk. And obviously Brian Cage is a Vince McMahon prototypical wrestler, for sure. Uh, Tama Tonga, I mean, yeah, they've, they've, they've got, I hate to use the word bloodline, but yeah. uh but they he but ain't in the bloodline the, he ain't nowhere close to it i understand that but that that doesn't mean that they still wouldn't use him because vince would you know probably sure. but uh no that and great experience talent too both of them both of them experience jeff talent. says happy black history month friends who wins the world heavyweight championship first montez ford or swerve strickland Ooh. well i don't think that mjf story is going to be up until at least early 2024 at the earliest um, we see Montez going into some singles stuff now. Man. I would say go, Swerve. Yeah, I would say Swerve still, but it wouldn't surprise me if Montez got there. That's a fantastic question. Yeah, and and, and Montez deserves it. I've been pumping his tires for years. But the problem is Cody's going to get his run. And, and yeah. babyface, babyface. Now, granted, I would love to see a, a matchup of, of champion Cody Rhodes, challenger Montez Ford. That'd be cool. But yeah. Cody's Cody's going to get his run, and so I think uh, a mid-level title is going to be in Montez's future far before the world title. We keep getting super chat. Spencer says, "Do you think Pat returns a commentary, and when does he? I think he'll be back for Mania. When's uh, college? Is college football done yet? Yeah, yeah, it was okay. done a while ago. Okay, okay. Jonathan Corona says, "Don't know if you know this, but 2024 Comcast and Warner Brothers are going to merge together. If uh, that happens, will you see WWE and AEW together in Comcast if they buy WWE? No." Remember we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I don't I, think that we'll see that, but it'd be neat. I would love that. The stars would really have to align for that to happen. Yeah. And and we're talking years down the line for something like that. I think that Tony would have been open to it before the contract tampering. I think that Tony Khan would have been on board with potentially doing something like that. And you never know what one good, fruitful conversation can can change, but... Uh, I definitely think that if the contract tampering wouldn't have happened, that would have been more of a possibility for them to work together. Jared says, do you move Braun Breaker to main roster after standing to deliver or keep him on NXT? I don't think he's quite ready yet. I'd keep him there for a while, but here's a question for you. Yeah, I would so, do. drop uh, becomes Piper Niven again. Yes. Hunter's Make that in guy Rex Steiner, for the love of God. Make him Rex Steiner. Hunter's in charge, right? Yeah. So, so what do you think the odds are that he gets brought up? All he's got to do, Sean, you do one promo. You explain it in one promo when it's done. You know, yeah. that's all it takes. So I'd be curious about that. KE775 says Elimination Chamber is currently at five matches. How many uh, matches do you think they will end up having? Well, they, they're very keen on doing like shorter pay-per-views. Like last year had seven matches. But I mean, the Elimination Chamber matches went like, 14 15 minutes last year i don't think they'll go 14 15 minutes this year so i think we'll probably end up with like six five six matches on that show jonathan corona (laughs) listen buddy i'm not laughing because this is bad it's just a blast from the past he says don't know if you saw my post but since you're a ufc fan you know it would be cool if you did ufc post shows after pay-per-views on a second channel or fightful that would be cool uh we did for years yeah they didn't they didn't do well and I'll tell you what they did do. Kept me up till three thirty in the morning, uh, and there it was. It was a very high labor, very low return on those. If I that discovered, changed, yeah, I, I discovered that MMA fans really hate pro wrestling. Yeah, like they're like offended by it. So, so like what we run. do on FightfulMMA.com, like 
Evan Wheeler and Colby Faria. They'll cover the events and the bigger news on FightfulMMA.com. Evan doesn't seem to like covering the, the celebrity boxing stuff, which is just something that we have to do. It's something that's it's it's big, and that's what we want to cover. We want to cover the things in combat sports that capture the general interest of people or people like me. I'll say this. Nothing makes you a casual fan of MMA quicker than covering MMA. And once, uh, J- once James Lynch and Shaq were kind of like they had some full-time aspects with Fightful, I was ready to be hands-off with that. Like mm-hmm. I you hear us complain for years about how WrestleMania was seven, eight hours and how draining that is. That's every Saturday for the UFC. Yep. And, and the thing is it doesn't start till six. You don't finish the work until three 30 or four, because it's a West coast based thing and you're doing the post-show pressers and all that. The juice was not worth the squeeze. I'm glad I put my eggs into the MM or the pro wrestling basket, but what do you think of McGregor doing the ultimate fighter? I'm very surprised by that. Very surprised. I'm very surprised too, because that's been a dead concept for a decade. Like I, I honestly felt like, I, and I understand McGregor stars falling from where it was. I get that, but he's made so much sure. money from the Mayweather fight and from Proper Twelve that I just Boy, that did was not a smart business move. That Proper Twelve was a very smart business move. I did not see him ever doing the Ultimate Fighter. It's one thing to have the fight with Chandler. I get that, but the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, I'm very surprised that McGregor's going to do that. I mean, he sold proper 12 for like half a billion dollars. Like, yeah, I don't think he was, uh, he didn't have full stake, but, uh, but he definitely got a payout. Yeah. I mean, my God, he, he got, he got a lot of money from that. People are like ultimate fighter is still a thing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And Jeff says, shout out to James Lynch, Shaq and Elias Theodoro. man. I miss Elias. Uh, Elias was such a, a good dude to us. One of the easiest people I've ever dealt with. Like, uh, Shane Helms is very easy to deal with. Obviously, Russo was a nightmare because he's a moron. Riddle would get high and forget about when the damn show was on. Um, you had Sean Pearson and his dong cam that he had set up, but he was also very good. But of all the personalities that we dealt with, I don't think that anybody was easier to deal with than Elias Theodoru. Uh, man, I miss that guy all the time. I'll never forget Riddle, uh, you know, getting a little, I don't know if heated is the right word, but when you basically suggested that Elias had better hair and Riddle thought nothing of it till he saw a picture of Elias and the Riddle was like, Jesus, I didn't think you're going to pull it a stallion like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, Elias had a, uh, uh, a per plus sponsorship at one point. Yes, he did. Yes, Man, he did. Missed that guy. Rest and he stole our logo and put it on his Twitter page, but that's okay. Good. Good. I'm glad that he did. Uh, Scott said, would anyone want a Sabu podcast? I don't think at this point there would be a ton of demand in that. There's a lot of, a lot of uh, other guys that have kind of surpassed that for interest. Uh, I do think that an ECW retrospect podcast would be good. I think that Brian Myers did a very good one with extreme conversations. Who has a higher ceiling, Tiffany or Ivy? Ooh, that's tough. Tiffany. Um, I think Tiffany, from a character standpoint, yes. I think Ivy in ring. Yes. I, I love Ivy Nile. If this, I feel like if Ivy Nile was plopped into 1996 or 2002, before there were already like Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler, people who had been in MMA, mm-hmm. oh my God, I think she'd be nothing but money. And I think she's going to be nothing but money. I keep hearing things about how eager she is to learn and how easy she is to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, when I got the the report on Fightful Select that Ivy Nile was an alternate, uh, I, I asked people in WWE, like, well, she had to be brought in for a reason. And they're like, yeah, because we like her a lot. She's mm-hmm. wonderful. She's great mm-hmm. to deal with. Always improving. Dream Ninja says, Mike Bailey's going to wrestle Ibushi, Bloodsport 9, and Osprey on the Impact Crossover show on the same day. 2023 is going to be even bigger for wow. Bailey. Wow. Oh, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about that. Cody Ibushi. Uh, Joey Janela spoke with Jeremy Lambert on FightfulSelect.com. Go ahead and get the, the notes on that early. He said that Josh Barnett hit up Kota Ibushi and was like, you want to work GCW? Kota Ibushi being a free agent is big. I mean, I can tell you there was some, some personal stuff there that kept him out of the ring even longer than the shoulder. But uh, And I won't go into that, but him being back in the fold, I didn't expect to see it anytime soon, but him coming over to America is good. He's starting up his own school. Uh, Kota Ibushi making some moves, Jimmy. What did you think when you saw that? 
Very interesting. So I, I, I presume he's coming over for at least a good week, right? Like he's not just going to come over for one show, right? Uh, he's Yeah, he's coming over for the week at least. Yeah, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, excellent talent. I'm sure that AEW is going to try to get him and reunite him with Omega at least for one week. And uh, no, great talent. Great talent. And so uh, interesting that he's a free agent because he's, you know, one of New Japan's biggest names. Yeah. And very interesting that he's going to come and do a lot of stuff in the States. He was one of those guys that I always questioned if he wanted to work in the U.S. Yeah. So um, interesting. By the way, guys, I mentioned the Joey Janela interview. Jeremy has a ton of interviews ahead of the J-Cup. Starboy Charlie, Yoya, uh, Joey Janela, Cole, uh, my God, Cole Radrick, Billy Starks, uh, gosh, who else? Jordan Oliver, a ton of those. I have interviews with Taya and uh, Bianca Belair this week, so check those out. We've just got so much content. Uh, Fightful Overbooked, Fightful Select, and Fightful. Uh, but also leave a thumbs up on this video, guys. I didn't mention that earlier. WTF boy says women's division in NXT is promising. Tiffany has it. Good to see Bailey in the house. She helped build. But who does LA Knight get at Mania? Austin? I don't think Austin's going to work that. But when people kept saying, who do you give to Austin? I thought LA Knight's perfect. Like I would love to see them promo each other. I'd like to see LA Knight go on a run. I'd like to see him get a run. Like he he was the highlight of the Bray Wyatt story. Yeah. And uh and his promo work. You know, I think I mentioned this the last time that we did this podcast. Not a lot of guys anymore have catchphrases, you know, where they come out and the crowd says it with them and they're doing it for him. When when he comes out and the yeah, and let me it's, talk to you. It's very lazy the way they do it now. And I'm not not targeting the superstars, I'm targeting yeah. WWE for not asking them to switch it up, but I go back to, I was hanging out with one of my friends and he was like, you know, I caught wrestling on the other day and I saw the guy from the real world say, cause I'm the Miz and I'm awesome. And he's like, I thought that was the lamest shit I ever saw. And that happens with everybody mm. because I'm the boss, because, uh, right. we want this because, because, because like it's, it's very lazy instead of the rock doing like a million of them and Austin doing a million of them and things you can play along with. Those are fine, but it's like that is always the exclamation point, mm -hmm. always. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, it's it's like that with a lot of wrestlers. And just wish it would go back to. Kind of I agree. I mean, uh, all of the big stars had had a, had a catchphrase. Even the yeah. Undertaker, even the Undertaker had a freaking catchphrase. Yeah. And well, and now no one's really doing it. LA Knight is something special, and uh, I just hated the pitch black match. I hated everything about it. I hated the way he was handled and, and booked in that match. And I think that he's better than that. And so uh, I would like to see them showcase him at WrestleMania. Finally reaching our uh, end of our Super Chats. Tony says, what have you heard about WWE still wanting to split the titles? You see Usos losing Friday to help that along and add more matches to Mania for two nights. If it does happen, it's because Sami Zayn costs them the titles. Otherwise, um, I, I had heard that the plan was for them to keep the tag titles together for a while. But I mean, a lot of things changed can change uh the world titles were supposed to be split but they're they're not right now and probably probably uh won't be by the looks of it what's the percentage wood says do you think with all that's going on right now there's still a chance sasha and naomi could return to wwe feel like sasha is unlikely as she's ever been i absolutely think it's possible i broke the news that she's doing a signing the same day that uh smackdown is in the same city as uh as she is so when is that i think it's kansas city comic con march okay and the uh, new japan shows this month later this month yeah in like a week or two and, yeah. yeah yeah okay okay so i think there's a possibility percentage chance i think there's 60 percent, 70 percent. naomi comes back i think there's i think i think sasha will absolutely come back at some point i would say 80 percent some point because she'll probably headline another mania and they'll do a four horsewoman match if they can but um yeah, I think that there's probably about a 30-40% chance she comes back imminently. I, I mean, there are some people in WWE that think that she'll still come back. Hmm. Uh, do you think uh, Vince McMahon gets back in creative? Any return soon? I, I don't think there's any big return soon. I don't think Vince is headed back to creative at this point. I think that if, if he does, it'll be probably shortly after WrestleMania because he just can't take it. He sees WrestleMania and he's like, I can't handle this anymore. I mean, good news, I guess. Nick Khan said on CNBC that Vince has agreed that he will not need to stick around if, if a buyer doesn't want him on board. So good. At Very least good. that. 
Yeah. And also I want to, I saved this one for last because Mr. CJ Lilly spent a good amount on this says, is Alexa bliss having a short break or not? Cause I've seen conflicting things. And if you know for how long uh, that she is, cause I feel similar to last year. And if this is her last year, it could be her last WrestleMania. I mean, I would imagine that Alexa bliss has probably been pretty smart with her money and has been making good money for six, seven years, but she's only 31 years old. She's got years and years and years of prime. She did her spot at the Royal Rumble. I don't know if she's taking a break. I did see that report from PW Insider, but Alexa Bliss has not been shy about telling WWE if they don't have something for her, well, then don't don't bring me to shows. Mm-hmm. And that's been the case with a lot of people, and I respect that. OC said that. like They, were, they weren't at the Royal Rumble because they told him, if you don't need us, let us stay home. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's what Alexa did, I think it was last year. She was like, Going home for a while. Now, I haven't seen Alexa's uh, responses to the reports, but um, I got no reason to to really doubt what she says about them. But uh, I, I saw PW Insider's thing, and just because somebody takes a week or two off doesn't mean necessarily they're taking a break. But we'll see how all that unfolds. I'll, I'll work to find out some more, but I would trust her word on that. She seems pretty straightforward about it. But Jimmy, we're finally getting into topics on the show. Yeah, I know. I was going to say it's 40, like it's 40. <laughs> listen, 45 minutes in, we're still we're getting into topics on the show. But yeah. Jimmy, the, the sad reality is sometimes the topic is your limp penis. And bluechew.com and the code pipe will make sure that you don't suffer from that. Get that main event performance. What great print off job you did there, Jimmy. Yeah, I just know. stellar. Listen, if you want to perform better than Jimmy did with this print off, go to bluechew.com and use the code Fightful. This is the file Melissa sent me, by the way. Yeah, well, listen, if you want to have a better than Melissa performance and be real, who doesn't? Bluechew.com and the code Fightful has you covered. You get your first shipment free. You just pay $5 shipping. It's got the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. They work on your schedule or maybe when when your schedule isn't just working for you, if you know what I mean. Take their uh, online quiz with their online physician, and if approved, it ships straight to your door in a discreet package, and it will help you with that main event level performance. You want this stuff. Mailman's not going to know what's coming, but listen, you'll be slanging that thing all around. Word's going to travel around town, but not for bad reasons, for good reasons, my friends. People are going to be like, oh, my God, did you hear about so-and-so's erect penis and their outstanding sexual performance? And you'll be like, yeah, because that's me. And they'll go, oh, my. Mailman's going to be sitting there looking like, damn, what's going on? What am I delivering? And what is he delivering? bluechew.com and the code fightful that's what i'm talking about it's quite the voice work yeah i know i do so last friday night i'm watching smackdown and i'm listening to the crowd going eat shit for Sami Zayn because Sami Zayn is red hot at the moment and nuts for him yeah i was a little concerned on friday night thinking that Sami Zayn is going to steal cody Rhodes' thunder heading into WrestleMania. Well, Monday night, my concerns were alleviated after seeing that promo with Cody Rhodes and Paul Heyman. That was an all-timer to me. That was an all-timer. Real-life context, genuine emotion, and Heyman's 180 at the end with the closing line. It was amazing. I thought that was a stellar segment. Loved it. Uh, What are your thoughts on all of it? One of our viewers, gosh, I wish I remembered who it was so I could give him credit. He had the greatest tagline to use. It is Dusty Rhodes's greatest creation versus his son. Oh God, that's just perfect. And I want Roman Reigns to sh- like casually share his memories of Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, well, I remembered when Dusty taught me this, and when Dusty showed me that, and when Dusty did this, and when Dusty said this to me. And I would, oh God, I. We were talking about how personal The Rock and Roman Reigns could get, and they can do that literally whenever. No title needed, nothing like that. They do that a year, two years from now, they can still do it. Rock can come and say, don't worry, little buddy, I'll give you some bit roles in my upcoming movies. And Roman Reigns can say, you're not even a real part of this family. Uh, That that blood brother shit doesn't mean anything to me. 
But now we have Cody, whose gimmick sometimes is, I'm Dusty Rhodes' son, who happens to be doing really well. And you got a guy saying, not not only am I the head of my family, I'm kind of the head of yours, too. I'm, I'm their favorite as well. Damn. That's an angle that I didn't expect to see coming. And I thought that Cody did a really phenomenal job of setting that stage by pointing out what is a lot of people's first experiences of Cody Rhodes or Dusty Rhodes in the ring. I didn't see Dusty Rhodes wrestle when I was a kid. Mm. I saw the, the Dusty and Dustin versus Virgil and DiBiase match, but that was it on a tape from the Royal Rumble. I knew him as the guy from WCW Saturday Night. That's how I knew Dusty Rhodes. So when he's on there wrestling Steve Carino, I was like, whoa, what the hell's going on here? And I love that Cody referenced that and said, you know, you're important to that bloodline family for a reason. You're important to my family for a reason. So when you go over to Paul Heyman saying what he said, ooh, that that really set the table. Like Cody Rhodes put out the silverware that Paul Heyman stabbed him with. It was perfect. It was really good. And the, another thing I liked about it. So when the promo was first happening, um, I, at first I thought to myself, maybe they should wait until after elimination chamber to, to, to start getting into this. But Cody did something really smart. He didn't only address Roman as his WrestleMania opponent. He addressed Sammy too. Yes. So he left it open that it could be either one. And I thought that was really, really smart. I asked Sean yesterday, uh, I said, Hey, is there any way you can find out the, the contract status of Dustin Rhodes? And you said that uh, he won't be available. That's too bad because can you imagine after Elimination Chamber if they can insert Dustin Rhodes into this whole story and Roman Reigns beats the Ever Eleven Shitter to Gold Dust on SmackDown? That would be awesome, but it is what it is. But uh, I love that promo. I thought it was great, and uh, I really do believe now. Okay, they can pivot to actually. I want to. I want to ask you a question that I'm hearing a lot about. So they're likely going to pivot Sammy and KO against the Usos at WrestleMania. There have been reports the Usos can't get into Canada. Is that true? It has been true. I don't know if it's still true. Um, I mean, they haven't wrestled there since like April of 2019. Okay. Interesting. Because obviously everybody thinks that Jay's going to turn on Sammy in Montreal, right? Yeah. I mean, who who knows how exactly that'll happen. But I mean, like, they're, let's see. One of them got booked with a, a DUI charge in 2021. Um, he also got it in July 2019. Like there's... <sighs> the other one got DWI in 2018. Like there's there's a lot of, uh, a lot of things that could prevent it, but I'm not going to pretend to know the laws, but they have not been there in years and years right. and years. Jimmy was the one that got in trouble most recently, wasn't he? Um, I, I don't know their, their real names and okay. yeah, it was, it was Jimmy. It was, it was Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. Because Jay's the only one they need. You got solo. True. So True. if they can at least get Jay there, you're good. Like it's okay if Jimmy can't go. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, it was, it was Jimmy who had gotten in. Trouble. Okay. That's okay. Jay's the one you need. And so, and, and because they've been playing it like, Oh, I haven't talked to him. Don't know where he is. You have Jay show up. Without having yeah. him on television first, he shows up at Elimination Chamber. Everybody's going ape shit. Then he turns on Sammy. It kind of takes What's care of What's the percentage Wood says Jay was at the SmackDown show in Winnipeg last September. Well, then okay, there he ain't you go. done anything since then. That's all you need is Jay. So that's really good. Okay. So yeah, that's that's all going really, really well. Let's talk about Mania. And you already mentioned Austin. So um, you had reported that they pitched, WWE pitched Austin Roman. Uh, it was reported that he was also pitched Brock Lesnar. It looks now like he's not going to work mania and, and it looks like rock isn't going to get into ring shape. Have you heard anything new about either one of those guys? Not a thing, okay. uh, not a thing at all yet. I mean, they, I had heard they, they pitched Austin and Roman for big, big, big money right now. I, I think it should like be somebody like him in LA night. I don't think it should be Roman. I mean, if you want to do him and Roman, that'd be, that's fine. But, you not know, the when you've got, not when you've got other people there, you know, yeah, for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I haven't heard anything lately on them. Uh, Triple H told us that he has those conversations with Rock every year, though, or that they have those conversations all the time. Okay, so let's talk about some of the other big part-timers. So it, it looks like Cena, Austin Theory. It looks like it's going to be Logan Paul, Seth Rollins, because they're teasing it now. That leaves one more. That's Brock Lesnar. 
You think Brock Guther? I hope so. Uh, Meltzer swears that it's not happening. I can tell you that it was planned at one point. That would be amazing. As that of be- November, it, it was on internal run sheets, but right. a lot can change since then. A lot has already changed since then. Uh, it, there there were a whole lot of things that were planned as of then that, that adjusted and changed. That would be amazing. We'll have more on FightfulSelect.com. Please subscribe. By the way, after this show, when the list goes on, I'm going to break news about Deanna Perrazzo's contract and when it's up on FightfulSelect.com on the list goes on. So um, uh, we got a little bit of time left. So uh, there was a report that NXT was going to allow talent to do indies. And I don't, don't know if it was you or somebody that asked Shawn Michaels me. on the press conference. He said me. one off for Booker T for Ivy Nile. Um, so that's, I, mean, I guess that's the end of it, right? Ivy got brought to San Antonio to work the rumble. Didn't get to Booker T did work the rumble. I feel like that made a lot of sense right there. I like that. They let her do that. Uh, let's, okay. let's get a couple of these super chats. JP says ultimate fighter is built for McGregor. He'll draw a ton of eyes. And can use that hour to promote whatever he wants. I mean, maybe. I don't know what the the exactly the promotion rule. The, you know, there are rules for these shows and networks on what you can shill and promote. Not just that, but I thought that McGregor at this point has a price. And Ultimate Fighter isn't going to do the kind of numbers that can justify whatever price I would have thought he would want. And I, I know that they think that this will bring a bunch of new eyes to Ultimate Fighter and reinvigorate the series. It's not. It's no, it's well, a dead concept. Not just that, McGregor's McGregor's not what he was. I mean, he lost twice to Poirier. He's not what he was. Tariq says, do you think WWE's hesitance to push Sammy as a main eventer is due to their continued ties to Saudi Arabia? As good as Cody and Heyman was a great three-month story, I still won't catch up to eight months of superb storytelling. Greetings from Germany. So, all due respect to people who have reported this and all this stuff. How is Sami Zayn not a main event performer right now? He is in the main event segments of everything. He is in the main event segments of SmackDown. He, I was sitting there next to Denise at Rumble, Jimmy, and I was like, it's wild to think there are all these people around the ring. There's, you know, there's Heyman, there's Roman, there's Kevin Owens. Everybody was looking at Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn main evented the Royal Rumble. He was the personality that main evented it. He's main eventing Elimination Chamber. Just because he's not the main event of WrestleMania doesn't mean he's not a main eventer. There are main event players in storytelling of all kind that aren't necessarily winning the championship you don't have to win the championship to be a main event guy and i think Sami Zayn has been that as well uh, mr cj Lilly <laughs> says how early did you get word of the waller interview work with hbk on saturday shows how much they respect fightful that they chose your interview so it wasn't my interview it was a media call uh, i did a media call uh with a bunch of people and we're not allowed to live stream them but like we don't like we don't get a heads up on that. None of us knew the Grayson Waller thing was coming. I did think it was funny because he called me Sean Ross simp. He called yes, me that in our interview too. And there were a bunch of people that don't like me that thought that he was shooting on me. Of course, I could see that. I could see that guys. Yeah. Oh, a ton. There was one that even said, he's seen my tweets. He's seen my <laughs> tweets. And I was like me and <laughs> me and somebody else were, uh, were laughing. Me and somebody else in NXT were laughing pretty heartily at that. Um, Jonathan Cronus says, question, who owns CBS since Comcast has NBC? Warner Brothers has TBS, TNT. Who owns them? Uh, Paramount Global owns CBS. So Paramount uh, runs that. A lot of their stuff is on Paramount+. Plus. But Jimmy, got anything else before we wrap up and head over to the list goes on where I'm breaking some Deanna Perrazzo news? I got quite a bit of stuff, but I'll ask you one more thing on this on this uh, show. So AEW announced that they're going to be doing a series of house shows. So non-televised yeah. events across uh, in select markets across the U.S. I understand the mentality as far as you want your talent to get reps in. Like I get that, especially the younger talent. My question is, how do they intend to be profitable? Like I understand the production's not going to be what you put into TV. I get that. I think they're going to see. I think they're going to see there. Like so it's, you think it's a it test is. run? Test run. I think it's a test run. Okay. Uh, also, I don't think that they're going to be paying wrestlers necessarily that much more. Because the, the contract stuff that I've seen and heard about is that they have a lot of their people contracted for, let, let me just throw out the hypothetical, hypothetical number of 100. Uh, I know that at least one person has that many dates. Well, they ain't doing half that many dynamites because they're yeah. not bringing everybody to every dynamite. Right. They pick up like, what, 10, 15 other dates with Rampage and pay-per-views. 
some personal appearances. So they still have 25, 30 dates for a whole lot of these people. I see. On these types of shows, you can book things like Hook versus Christopher Daniels and have it go 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, the, and it'll help a lot. You can have uh, Abaddon go out there and have a 10-minute match with Emi Sakura or something like that. And these these people are getting those reps in as well. You can bring 20, 25 wrestlers there fill out some of their dates and it's not a significant cost if you can make a little bit of money off of it. But uh, I guess we're going to find out. And that's probably why they didn't announce a gigantic amount of them. Yeah. I'm curious because like they, they typically draw less than 4,000 per dynamite taping and, and obviously they're running smaller venues, but they typically draw less than 4,000 a live event. I imagine it's going to do half that probably. So I'm, I'm curious how they're going to be profitable, but, like you said, if they already kind of have the talent paid for already, they don't have the television production going into it. They can also do, maybe they can book signings that day or, you know, sponsorships. Yeah, oh, they'll do that. Of, they'll, I'm sure they'll do meet and greets and right, Q&A right, right. stuff. Like, why wouldn't you, right? Right. NXT's right. doing that now too, but. Right. Okay. Yeah, guys, I guess that's it. I got other stuff, but we'll wait for the uh, list goes on. List goes on again. Uh, I've been asked every single week since the, since December, what Deanna Perrazzo's contract status is. I was able to get that information. It is on FightfulSelect.com in moments with the list goes on. We're out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best-kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.